God always tells his secrets to his best friends, the prophets. The beautiful connection between a prophet and God is it's always filled with love. There's always life in what God has to say because he has a purpose and a plan and he wants to share it with the prophet so that the prophet can release it to the people. Well, that is definitely who my next guest is. Nate Johnson and his wife, Christy, are the Everyday Revivalists. They actually have a website called Everyday Revivalist because they are they have been sent to revive the things that have been dead. They are here to revive those who have been lost. And more importantly, they're here to revive the dreams that you have. And I'm super, super excited to have Nate Johnson calling all the way in from Australia. So thank you so much, Nate. Thank you so much for coming on Touch by Prayer. It's such an honor. Oh, Lisa, I, I, look, we've been planning this for like a year now. I'm so excited to be on here. So thank you so much for having me and for being patient. Absolutely. Well, you know, it was so funny because when Nate and I were trying to figure out what we should talk about, I just really felt like the Lord is like, don't have an agenda. Don't say, don't plan for something. Don't plan for a conversation. Just let me be. <laughs> And so, and that's what I kind of felt is that there is something that God wants to share in this podcast with everybody, because I really feel that there is such a now word, especially some of the things that you've been sensing and you've been um, hearing the Lord say. So why don't you just kind of talk about what, you know, because you've been on Elijah list and you've been in Charisma magazine, because some of the words that you have are so spot on, but more importantly, they're for now. Yeah, I mean, look, um, by the way, I, I just I love the whole approach of just people talking without agenda. I mean, there's nothing more exciting than, you know, people hanging out in a coffee shop. And as soon as you say the name Jesus, it's like the presence changes and the angelic shows up and things start popping and happening. And I, I think that's a powerful place to kind of be where you just you just, you know, two people talking and chatting about him and he shows up. So I love this. Um and you know, um, the, the Lord's just been. Uh, I, I guess Christy and I have I've had this kind of focus, uh, this kind of dual focus of one's equipping and kind of you know uh, drawing out the sons and daughters that don't don't even know what they possess and kind of you know teaching people to walk in their giftings and but at the same time speaking people those you know those are kind of like the you know the the times and in the seasons that we live and I think it's powerful to kind of have some kind of guide to work off and. You know, in Amos 7, it talks about how God doesn't reveal anything except through the prophets. And I love looking at the cross-section of different prophets out there and saying, God, you know, what is it that you're speaking right now? And uh, being able to kind of piece together this kind of this map, I guess, for the for the, the road ahead. And um, it's so exciting when the Lord shows me something like, oh, yes, Lord, that is so for now. And um, being able to share that and seeing people encouraged because they're like, that's what I needed. I needed to know that. I wasn't hearing that. And Prophets only hear and see in part, so it's we we need each other. We we need that kind of the body of Christ needs each other to be able to move forward. And you know, this person over here might hear something, and this person over here hears something else, and all together we reflect the heart of the Father and where He's leading us. It's it's exciting. I love it. Well, I think that's one of the things that He's been doing is like he'll he'll put something on say my heart and then I go and I go on Facebook and I'll read something you wrote or something that Christy wrote or something Lori Suter wrote and all of a sudden I'm like oh my gosh God talked to me about this too but this is what he said and so I can actually elaborate or I can give just a little bit like you were just saying give yeah. a little twist because that's what we're, that's the, the the thing about the the prophets I mean I keep I keep seeing the importance of what the prophecy school was back in the times before Jesus came because they were they they were truly led by the spirit of God. 
And so these prophets, the Elisha, the Elishas, you know, the, the Daniels and the Ezekiels, all of these prophets and Jeremiah's, that, that they were sent because not everybody had the Spirit upon them. But now, because of Jesus, we have the Spirit of God in us that we can actually hear what he says, see what he is seeing. I mean, it's, it's really remarkable. And yet, there are still so many people who don't like the prophetic. So, well, that's, go ahead. You know, that, and sorry, I was going to say, that's, that's, the, that's the amazing thing about the new covenant is that God opened up this, this, opened up this doorway for all of us to come into relationship and in connection with him. And suddenly it's not just the prophets that get to speak to him. It's everybody that gets to speak to him. It's everybody that gets to prophesy. Isn't that amazing? Yes. I mean, I mean, not everybody has the office of a prophet. There's evangelists and pastors and teachers and all, and there's different functions within, you know, the gift of prophecy in term, um, you know, in, in, um, against the, uh, the office of a prophet, but we all can prophesy. And people go, well, well, how do I prophesy? And I love just saying, hey, this is the way, go. And um, seeing people suddenly go, oh, wow, I'm, I'm hearing things I wasn't hearing before. I'm having dreams like I didn't have before. Um, I'm hearing the heart, you know, heart of the Lord for my life, and I, I, d- I haven't heard that before. I'm going, that's totally base level, normal part of Christian life to hear the Lord, you know. And it's exciting seeing people walk in that. Absolutely. And so you guys have started this new, I guess it's an online service, but more importantly, I, I keep I keep seeing your book. So I know the Lord wants me to talk about your book. So <laughs> you are doing an ebook, which I believe yeah, is going to right. be turned into a hard cover book because I and I see more books coming from this. I see both of you guys writing. So yeah, there's gonna be you guys are gonna have like a bookshelf. So <laughs> Amen, I see that. <laughs> so what is what is it that God is talking to you about this book? Like what is this book going to to really encourage people? Is it an encouraging book? I feel it's kind of like a teaching book, but it's also an encouraging book. Yeah, well, look, we we released our free bondage breaker work uh, workshop at the beginning of the year, and we didn't expect that, you know, now it's been over 2,000 people that have logged in and registered and taken this this short workshop. And really th- this this uh, workshop it leads you through five, we call it five daily stones of, of leading people through the different areas of how to break free from different things. And look, I know there's so many people out there that have, uh, you know, that God's shown them their, their way that, you know, they broke free. For us, we just keep it simple, biblical, and the testimonies that have come from it have been incredible. And we thought, we thought to ourselves, that's great that it's online, but a lot of people need this, you know, sitting next to their Bible. You know, a lot of people need this, you know, maybe on their iPhone that they can just refer to at any time. But at the same time, we so we 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 kind of collated this uh, this uh, this data that you know all this um all this teaching, and we decided, hey, let's Christy, let's put your story with it. Christy's written some amazing chapters about her story and and um, about her journey, uh, you know, discerning between the God's truth and the lies of the enemy, and and leading people through her story of talking about how she came out of depression and all those kinds of things. And also giving people some like teaching, but with declarations and things that they can begin to grab with their own hands and start to speak and prophesy of their own life. And we're like, I mean, look, I mean, we're not trying to toot our own horn, but we're like, people need this next to their next to their other books just to say, you know, something they can pull open in the morning and go, Lord, I thank you that I'm, you know, that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Lord, I thank you today that, you know, I, I might be feeling like I'm 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 a, I'm attacked and oppressed today, but I know that the joy comes in the morning. Just those simple biblical things that actually pull people out, give people a higher perspective and an altitude in a moment where they're feeling really like, 
you know, they don't have it all together and that there's, there's so many things coming against them. They might be in different areas of addiction or bondage. And the Lord wants to speak into those places the most. He wants to, he wants to, in the middle of your mess, in that place where you're feeling the most oppressed, he wants to speak into that place. And that's where truth is the most powerful. Truth coming in the middle of lies is the, that's where truth is actually illuminated in the most. That's where light seems to shine the brightest. And so we wanted to write this uh, workbook uh, from that basis. And it's uh, we, we can't wait to release it. It's going to be fantastic. And it really is going to help people by, well, it, it's the, that, that's the encouragement. I think it's because of what Christy's been through. Yeah. Especially here in America, so many people are on like antidepressants because everybody's yeah. depressed. And the Lord's really been talking about hope. I mean, in, in fact, um, just recently, Susan Melanie wrote this beautiful blog, Mystic Mama Susu, I believe is um, what you can find it. But and I, I think it's on my website. I think I put it up there. But she wrote this thing about hope for America because there are so many people who have lost their hope. They they don't have hope. And it's like when you lose your hope, it, it's like you're depressed. You're sad. Yeah, that's right. So, and and God is a God of hope. God is the the God of joy, and and so it's like all these things that you know, with with the medical profession is trying to do. They're trying to numb the senses, but but what God wants to do is He wants to revive the senses. So I think that those stories are really going to help people like break like depression, anxiety, and I think that you're going to start getting lots and lots of testimonies about stuff yeah. being broken. I really do do feel that very strongly. Yeah, I mean, we've been really surprised at the uh, the kind of testimony has come from it. Like people that have, um, you know, been wanting to commit suicide have gone through the workshop saying, "God, like, I don't, I don't have anything left. I'm just going to give this a try." And we know it's not our material as such. It's it's the encounters they have with the Lord. Even it's just, you know, just people who are really feeling like I've got nothing left. Even people who go to church and like, this is great. I'm going to church, but I'm still not feeling like, you know. Sometimes you need to you need to connect with other people who, who have been where you've, where, where you've walked. And um, we just wanted to be real. You know, we're, we're, we're people that, that just want to be super vulnerable about where we've been because there's power in that. We can say, hey, we, we haven't got it all together even now. And we just want to, um, you know, highlight the fact that in, in that Jesus is even stronger, that his power is so much, you know, it, it, is, it is alive and well today. And whatever it is that you're going through, that he can pull you out of that place. And uh, it's amazing that when you, when you begin to, you know, when you begin to highlight um, the name Jesus, when you begin to glorify the name Jesus, it's like suddenly people just start getting free around you, you know. And I, I just know that um, that um, this kind of teaching is just, it's, it's kind of leading people away from this, well, I'm going to just, uh, you know, put up with this and, and uh, you know, it's almost like this mentality of I'm going to survive my condition, you know, and sometimes we kind of band-aid our condition for so long because that's just what we're used to. We're used to doing that. Oh, I, I, it's almost like when you get a, when you get like this kind of like numbing headache. You're like I, I can put up with that for a little while, and then a little while turns into a year or two years, and before you know it, you've 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 had this condition for ten years, and you've gone. What and you're thinking, where's the victory in that? It's because we've allowed ourselves to. We've, it's like we've allowed a violation, and so I believe that many of God's people right now are discovering. Hang on, 
that's not that's not the John 10, 10 life. That's not the best that he has for me. No, I'm not going to take that anymore. And what I feel like even we're in a season in the body of Christ is that many people are stepping up out of this place and saying, hang on a second, I'm not a pew sitter anymore. Hang on a second, I'm not, I'm, I shouldn't be robbed anymore. Hang on a second, like my marriage is being robbed, my kids are being robbed, all these things around me are going wrong. That, that's not good enough anymore because I'm looking at the contrast between that and the word of God. I'm looking at that between, you know, the life of Jesus. And I'm, I'm trying to find where I sit and I'm finding somebody who's, who's 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 worn out burnt out and and has so many things going wrong there, there's something wrong here and i need to discover what it is and as people begin to kind of throw down those lies they discover truth and they step into the victorious life that they're meant to live and um i, I think it's exciting i, I don't think I, I just think that's one of the most amazing things you can see in the life of a person is them go from you know this kind of only surviving barely getting by life to discovering the power and life that is in the name of Jesus you know what I mean Absolutely. and so there's nothing else to live for there's nothing well you know what what's interesting is you were talking I was starting to the Lord was kind of showing me parallels and what he was showing me is he was showing me the old prophets of the Old Testament, okay? And then he started oh, to yeah. show me the disciples. He showed me the apostles. And he said that what the, what the old prophets did is they brought redirection and correction. Yeah. Okay? But what the apostles did is they brought freedom and deliverance. Yeah. That's what they did. They brought people into freedom. There, it wasn't so much about, they, they corrected, but they corrected by casting things out. <laughs> they, yeah. they corrected by breaking people free. That's how yeah, they it, did it the correcting. Love. It was full of love. And so as yeah. you were like talking, I was like, oh my gosh. So the, the prophets of now are prophets of Jesus. Yeah, it's different. It's I mean, different. Look, we, yeah, I mean it's a completely different paradigm. I mean, you, you think about the old the old covenant. They the, the standard the prophets had was was uh, you know was the law. They had to always the law was where, where, what they were constantly bringing people. It's prophets still live by a standard, but it's we we now live by what Jesus did on the cross. And so Jesus actually said, "Hey, you know John the Baptist, he's the greatest of the old covenant prophets." He says that. He says he's the greatest. Why? Because he prepared the way for Jesus. That's right. But then in the same sentence, he actually says, but even you are greater than him. Mm. Why? Because we've now stepped into that new covenant. And the amazing thing is he also says, John played the dirge and I play I play the flute, which he's saying John played the, the funeral song because the law only leads to, to death, right? It only, it only led to that place where you can't attain everything. Whereas I'm here to play the wedding song. What did Jesus do? His first miracles at a wedding. He was constantly showing people this is a new paradigm we've stepped into, that the law could only ever tell you that you could never make it, whereas grace says, I've already done it, and then you can step in. And so, you know, I, I, I'm, I see this a lot still a lot of the time where there is still a lot of that old paradigm out there of people in the New Covenant trying to be Old Testament prophets, and I'm just like, love on them, Lord, you know. <laughs> that, that is, you know, they're, 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 they're predicting the doom and gloom of nations. I'm like, no, we're going to speak the hope over nations. Mm. We're going to speak love over nations. You know, they're, they're, they're looking at the uh, different issues in the world saying that they're speaking death and destruction. I'm going, no, speak speak love over those people groups. Speak destiny over them. God loves them. And, and that's the paradigm we're in. Even correction comes through love. And Absolutely. I, I say this I say this all the time, like some of my favorite times are when the, when, when the father corrects me because it still feels like love. It's almost like your daddy curling you up in a blanket and saying, hey, I, I love you, but 
let's let's you know let's go in this direction that's not working for you and it just feels like a big warm hug and that's what that's what correcting prophecy is still meant to be it's like hang on that's not your that's not the best i have for you this is the this is the best and it's loving people into that place and you know um and that's that's the that's the beautiful place we get to prophesy and speak from it's always it always the vehicle always is love the vehicle always comes with love and when you look through the lens and the eyes of love it's like you see things that you wouldn't normally see. It's so powerful. You're seeing the gold and the destiny in people. You can't help it. You, you still see the other stuff, but it's like not in the forefront. You're only seeing the goodness of God. You're only seeing what he sees. It's powerful. Absolutely. And, you know, there what, what God has been kind of showing me is he's really been showing me about the, the shift that's coming to the prophetic. Yeah, And um, I was actually listening to Daniel Cook, who's a friend of mine on Facebook, and he was doing this great Facebook Live. And it was so funny because he actually, because I did a Facebook Live earlier in the day about hope. He did one that night about hope. We both used the same verse and it was basically the same message, but it was his version and my version, but it was the same message. And the Lord started to show me, he says, do you see that everybody's speaking the same language? He said that this move of prophetic that is coming is going to be unlike the move of the past because everybody's yeah. going to be singing the same song. So it's not going to be somebody Absolutely. singing that that this is doom and gloom over here, but this is like hope and, and restoration over here. Uh, uh. Everybody's going to be singing the same song or they're not going to be singing. It's going to be, we're going to be in one accord. Wow. It's going to that's be a, one that's accord. A good word. Yeah. So that's, awesome. yeah. yes. And, it, and it's going to be, the, the other thing that the Lord was showing me was like you were talking about the love. We are doing a love walk <laughs> and it's such a beautiful love walk. And today when I was doing like my little Facebook thing, I actually saw a Cupid and I, I saw this little Cupid and it was like me as like if I were to be like a little Cupid, like from Valentine's Day with the wings and the hearts and the, and the arrows in my back that had the hearts on it. And the Lord was like, what if the church became Cupid? to the world yeah wow and we That's started good. to shoot arrows of love into each and every person's heart yeah. right so that's, that so what you were saying awesome. was like so so spot on so so spot on because i think that this next move like you were saying the old testament versus the new testament or the old covenant versus the new covenant the new covenant was filled with love yeah that's right and um, I, I totally agree with, you know, what you and Daniel were talking about, because uh, years ago, I remember the Lord speaking to me about this. I mean, I, I've read James Gold's book that, you know, the, the pre, I think it's called The Coming Prophetic Revolution. And I remember reading that like maybe six years ago or so. And the Lord just built on that in my in my spirit. And he's like, Nate, like there's a new sound and, yes. and I'm, I'm uniting. There's, it, it's And I call them, it's what I call love prophets. It's what Lana and, and Christy and I call love prophets. And it's it's these it's these prophets that that speak from the heart of the Father. So when they're speaking, it's like, wow! You can just feel the intimacy and in 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 the, the you know you can feel it's almost like the Lord romancing your heart back to health. And m many people have had you know there's great prophetic words out there. I actually know that there's some um, you know there's great prophets out there as well that are just so accurate. But I heard this statement by a friend of mine, Adam Thompson, who you know as well. I love and, Adam. Um, <laughs> oh, he's he's the man. And he I, is. Um, he, he said something at his recent dream conference, and I went, wow, that's it right there. He said, I would rather have a prophet who is 70% accurate but carries the heart of the Father than a prophet that is 100% accurate that doesn't carry it at all. Mm -hmm. And I went, that, that is totally it. 
And that's the thing, like, you know, in this day and age, you know, we've got the these amazing examples because of Sean Bolts and people like that who are stepping in this greater realm of accuracy. Now, I believe Sean Bolts is, is a prototype. Uh, yes. He's a pioneer, but he's also a prototype because we can access it. And Sean is Sean is the is is amazing because he is somebody who is amazingly accurate yet he carries the 100% heart of the father and I'm like well he's he's setting a standard there because we haven't had that I know so many accurate prophets I'm like I, I wow they they they're, they're speaking some truth but I, I sometimes I hear it and I go I, I, I don't hear the father in that I, I hear you know what I mean you can access that same information in the spirit but when it's through relationship and friendship there's something that it carries there's such a love and there's such a you know there's destiny on those words and the fruit of the words that are delivered in love will always accomplish more than those delivered just from a place of this is what I'm hearing in the spirit and I believe that's the new standard and I had this um I had this um dream many years ago and um in this dream um I was walking in this dark like this dark kind of uh um, street in the in the city, and I saw um, I saw these islanders. You know, um, if, if you're from Australia, you know, in New Zealand, uh, you, you're used to this in church, and it's how I grew up. You know, with the islanders singing their songs, and I love it. It's you know, I, I had many islanders in my music teams growing up, and uh, they, they were singing their, their songs, and I could hear it just sound like a like a, a hymn or something like that. And as I got closer towards them, I realized they weren't singing words; they were singing in the spirit. And they're they're in like a round, you know, and they're like, hey, Nate, brother, come over here. I'm like, okay. And I kind of get in the round with them and they're like, join in. And I'm hearing them sing in the spirit. I'm like, what do I do? And then suddenly I just start singing in the spirit. And it's something completely different to them. It's my prayer language. But yet somehow there was this, it was, it all was totally unity. And the Lord said to me that, you know, about worshiping in spirit and in truth, but there was in unity as all our sounds, as all the different streams come together, there would be a sound that comes from that. That's going to just blast into the nations. They're going to go, wow, the body of Christ is unified. Wow. The sound coming from them is the same sound. It might have a different inflection it might have a different tone the vocabulary might be different but it carries the same sound of my spirit that brings the love of the father and delivers it to the nation that need hope that need restoration that need reconciliation and that's the time that we're living in right now absolutely and it it's it's interesting that you use the thing about songs because I don't know about you, but God uses songs to give me a yeah. word. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and going back to the Sean Bowles thing, the Lord said to me that Sean Bowles is going to be, he's going to be, um, what did he say? He's not, he's not the exception. He's going to become the rule. Yeah. So everybody's going to be like Sean Bowles. Yep. That's, that's, that's right where, where it's set right now. Because totally. he said, he said to me, he said, when you can say things with complete accuracy to somebody, you've gotten their attention. Yeah. Then you can start speaking into them. Yeah, that's, that's when right. you can start. Because if people are so, we've become so high tech, we've become so jaded by things. I mean, look, there are psychics who can tell you stuff that has, that has happened with accuracy because they're listening to spirits. So spirits totally. know, we know things. But the difference is that, when you're giving a word and somebody starts crying because that mm. word is so spot on and it's so for them that it's not just like, oh, the Lord loves you and he sees you and you're so special. Yeah. Those are great words. Please, please don't misunderstand. But what I'm trying to say mm. is that that word could be for anybody. But when God exactly. says, I see you crying every single night about your mother because yeah. it has been on your heart for the past 17 years and you have even written in your blue 
journal. Do you see what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you start to get these these things that are so spot on that that person has to say, there's no way that you can know that. So you Mm. have to be hearing from God. And so if you're hearing from God, I want to hear what you have to say. Exactly. And that's exactly right. And uh, I think that when we are moving away from those kinds of blanket statement words, and there, there are times where you do feel like I, I a lot of the time do feel a, a word that is corporately, um, but my favorite times are those moments in the in the prayer line where you just, where it's like the heart of the, the father just pinpoints somebody and mm-hmm. says, I see you. Mm, that's so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those words that just go straight down into that place. I mean, Christy and I uh, spoke at a church on the weekend and there was a girl we were praying for and um it was something as simple as the watch she was wearing. She she was wearing this watch, and um, uh, it was the brand of watch Christy had heard about it, and and the Lord just said, uh, you know, that she was drawn to this watch for a reason, and just said, hey, uh, and Christy started to prophesy over her from this watch, and you could just see that it shifted something. It was almost like in that moment, she, you know, because she was quite upset, and in that moment, suddenly it was like. You hear, you, you could almost hear the voice of the Lord, I see you. Yeah. And, you know, and it's just like, oh, that's what it's all about, you know. And um, the, the the Father, even, I'm just feeling even a lot of people on here today, uh, I, I don't know why, I'm just feeling maybe even just for a moment, I just feel like if that's okay, I just feel like there's a lot of people that are, that are saying, God, do you see me? Yeah. You know, God, do you, do you see me? And I, I wrote down, I wrote down a name that I got before, and I hope this is a, this is to somebody either now or watches it back. But I heard the last name Douglas. It wasn't the first name; it was the last name, and it was a female. And I heard that it was in the area. I'm not sure if it's a, a natural um, area where there's a problem with conception or with the area in the spirit. But I feel like the Lord's saying that He's fixing that the issue with conception. And there's been so many things that have come against you in this area, and it's been a, there's been delay in your life. And I, I just feel like the Lord wanting to be specific in this moment and and just to call out your name and the issue. And I just feel like the Lord is going to, uh, he's going to restore, he's going to bring restoration to your heart where you've been in a place where you've been feeling, God, you don't see me. And maybe many of you out there are just feeling the same thing right now. God, like, I I just want to be known. And that's what a word from the Lord can be. And um, I just want to encourage you, you know, don't go out looking for a prophet to give you a word. I, I feel like many of you even need to know today that he wants to speak to you. He wants to speak to you. He wants to be the messenger that brings that to you. Even if it's just you open up your the Bible and start to just do what Bill Johnson says and scan through the Psalms until something jumps out of you. There's a word specific for you today that the Lord wants to just bring hope into your life and say, I see you. That is, you know, and, that is so and, good. Continue. Yeah. Go ahead. Because you have more. So, <laughs> I'm just getting a bit emotional. I'm just kind of just, just seeing a lot of people just, you know, Oh, Holy Spirit, we just just thank you for your presence right now. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you for your presence, Lord. And just touch your people. Touch mm. your people powerfully today, even as I'm, as we're just allowing this, uh, Lord God, just your presence just to increase in this on this podcast. Lord, let, let your people begin to hear your voice. Lord, we just, we just thank you for the ability that we have through Jesus to hear your voice, to be able to know you intimately, that we're not cast off, we're not cut off, Lord, that we, we're close to you, that we're seated in Christ in heavenly places, that we can come boldly to the throne. And Lord, I ask, Lord, that people would step out of that place of unworthiness and come boldly to the throne today. Let people who never heard your voice today hear your voice. Let people who have never dreamt, had dreams about how loved they are, let them begin to have dreams. Let people who have never felt, Lord God, uh, hope in their 
life or peace in their life, begin to feel those things. Let them begin to have Lord, the overwhelming sense of the love of the Father in places that they've had deficits of love and places where they've never known the goodness of God in their life. Father, right now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. And then Eric, I'm not hearing an Eric, Eric, Eric. I just, I just see, I just see you, and I see, I see you as like a, as like um, I actually see you as a Samson, but I also see you as the, like there's a pillar of strength in you, and the enemy has been trying to come against that area of strength because he sees that as if you embrace the strength that's upon your life, if you embrace that anointing that's upon your life to tear. I just see it's almost like you, you've been um told many times that you know, hang on, you're a bit rebellious, hang on, you go against the flow, but the Lord said. I've actually called you to be someone that goes against the flow. I've actually called you to be someone that breaks down the, the pillars and the idols of religion. I've actually called you to be someone that, that goes into those places that no one else will go because there's a strength and there's an edge to you that, that the world needs. And they need to see the love of Jesus in your specific personality and in your specific way that you've been created. And so I call you out of that place where you've been cast down and rejected. I call you out of that place where you've been told to, to stop talking like that, stop being like that. And the Lord's going to raise up your voice in this hour. He's going to raise up your voice in this hour. You're going to be strong and mighty. I just see a Samson anointing in your life and just the Lord saying, even protect that. Protect that. Don't let others come in and seduce you into removing that strength from your life. I feel like that's what the Lord's saying over you right now in Jesus' name. And for those who have been feeling like there's been a uh, a blockage in conception, just like I was speaking about that person, um, there's a Sarah as well. A Sarah as a Sarah. And just like Sarah in the Bible, there's, there's, a, there's been an issue in the area. But but this is more in the area of um, of dream conception. I just see that the, the Lord is tearing down those things that have stopped you from believing that the, the things He's placed upon your heart and life are going to come to pass. I re- remove those lies right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Yeah, there are, it was funny as you started to prophesy, I actually started to see bubbles. I started, <laughs> so it was like the Lord was just like Ooh. all these different bubbles just kind of started to started to just like appear and I was like okay Lord what is that and it's like he's just releasing these like if you think about bubbles there's there's breath in it a bubble is not produced without breath and so these little bubbles that it has the breath of God in it and so if you were releasing it these little bubbles are going to go out and it's going to start to breathe on these places and these people that you you call by name and I also, um, I also see that there are some people who are, have really, they're really, really struggling with like addiction. That's just like, and yeah. and I just really feel like Nate, you have like this breaker for addiction. I don't know if that's right, but I'm feeling like you have this breaker for addiction, and and it's like the Lord is saying that as you just start to speak the love, it, it almost gives you like this yeah. anvil that that you literally you're like like okay. I don't know if you guys have this in Australia, but if you've ever seen like a circus, like, and sometimes they have like these fairs and they had like the strong man that has like this big anvil. And it's like this big man with this anvil. And, and what <laughs> I'm it. seeing is that I see the chains and I see that you, because of who you are in Christ, that you are almost like this big strong man, like a He-Man. I'm hearing He-Man. And it's like you, on, take, <laughs> you take this anvil and you pick it up over your head and you come down and it shatters. It doesn't even just break apart. It just shatters. So I don't know if there's addiction that, that you've dealt with with people not not so much for you but for people like you've come into encounters with people yeah, who have yeah. addiction and i just feel hear the lord saying that he's giving you a greater anointing to break wow. the bondages of addiction 
especially if it's like i don't i don't want to get too personal but somebody who's kind of close to you i'll just keep it that way because <laughs> i don't uh, want to call people out but that's are you saying you're saying somebody in my in my life that somebody that you were close that? to yeah somebody yeah. that you were close to very close to yeah yeah so well, thank you lord for that yeah you know um, that that reminds me uh, there was a meeting last november that i went to in another city and um, as i was preaching i saw a thor hammer in my hand in the spirit and uh, I heard the Lord say to me, I want you to swing that hammer and I want you to smash the things that have that many people have just put up with for many years. I want you to smash it right now in the spirit. Well, that night, about 30, like oh, the, the whole altar was full of people. I'm talking one out of two people would hit the deck and manifesting. There was things coming out of people left, right and center. It was like a crazy. It was it was nuts. It was ridiculous. And I was like, wow, Lord, what are you doing? He said, I'm swinging that hammer. And I'm wanting to set people free in one swoop, not in 50. You know what I mean? Wow. I feel, like, I feel like we're living in a time of acceleration. We're living in a time where there's a greater authority. And if you read a lot of my words, I talk about that the body of Christ is coming into a greater authority. It's almost like we're we're coming into that Elisha mantle where it's about, hang on, we're coming into we're coming into the double portion. And so in that, the Lord was saying to me, Nate, I want you to begin to expect to see breakthrough in a in a quicker and um and a faster capacity than than the body of Christ has seen. I want you to to begin championing that. So and it was interesting because Lana, our good friend Lana Vossa, saw that video and she wrote to me and I didn't say it on the video. She wrote to me. She said, Nate, I saw you like Thor with a hammer in your hand. I went, oh, come on. That's, like, that's what I saw, except and, uh, you were dressed like a He-Man. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I watched He-Man as a kid, uh, you know, okay. creepy show, but yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I want to I want to pray, you know, just, just on that unction. I want to pray. And, yeah. Um, you know, just to see some addictions and things break off people. I saw a few things as you were speaking as well. I saw some um, issues in the, I actually saw um, um, addiction to, to medication. Um, and I, I feel like I need to, to break that off. And we we're talking about depression and anxiety and all that kind of stuff before. And um, I feel like uh, the, the, the root for, for uh, there's about two or three people I'm sensing. And the, the root of this um, addiction actually goes back to earlier on in uh, people's childhood in the area of shame and condemnation. And I want to break that off people. Um, many times there's a physical addiction that is related, you know, most of those times those things are related to an earlier trauma and uh, not all the time. But I feel like in this situation, uh, there's three people specifically I'm, I'm kind of seeing that the law wants to break shame and condemnation off you. And so I just right now remove shame and condemnation off you in the name of Jesus. I say shame off you for those places that you took on the shame. You took on the shame in someone here. It's almost like you've taken on the shame of your father. I'm not sure what that is, but you've taken on the shame of your father. And I just break those generational curses, those lies, those things that you've continued in your life because you've not known that there's any better. I just break the shame, condemnation off you in Jesus' name. I see the Lord breaking those addictions. And Lord, in the name of Jesus, I swing that Thor hammer in the spirit, Lord God. I break those addictions. We break those addictions. Lord, we thank you that the anointing breaks the yoke of bondage, that breaks the yoke of bondage. We just declare freedom in the name of Jesus over the lives of your people. Father, sever those ties, sever those things. I just see, I just see in the area where there's, wow, there's been a, a huge area of, of grief in people's lives as well. Grief, I break grief in the name of Jesus because grief has brought somebody here into, into a kind of codependent relationship. Codependent
codependent relationship, there's a there's almost like an addiction to codependence because you feel like you can't stand on your own. I feel the Lord saying this is going to be a season where you stand to your feet and you are strong in your own, on your own, because I am with you, says the Lord. I am with you, says the Lord. And I feel like the Lord wants to create healthy boundaries in relationships that you have that you've almost like sucked the life out of. And it sounds terrible, but it's almost like you've you've kind of like um you've 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 taken you've wanted people to take on the role of God in your life. And I feel the Lord saying, in this season, I'm going to build you up and I'm going to make you strong and I'm going to show you the strength that I've placed within you. And in this season, all addictions to, to approval of man and, and fear of man is going to break off your life and you're coming into an, an hour and a, and, and a time of strength in your life. Right, Father, I just right now break every drug addiction. Father, I break even uh, sexual perversion addiction in that way and lust in those areas right now. Lord, to reveal who they truly are in you right now in Jesus' name. Father, show them that they're, that they're amazing. That they're, Father, I just even see a, a lady on here, and I just feel like that there's just been um, an area where the, there was, um, in their teens, there was an area where there, there, there was some violation and stuff like that, and it, it's brought on these different issues in adulthood. I just sever those ties in Jesus' name. I sever those ties in Jesus' mighty name. And we thank you, Lord, what these people have been walking through their whole life and tried to seek help for, Lord, in one moment that you will come, in one moment that you will come, we release the power of the Holy Spirit right now over these airways, and we ask those things to be broken in the name of Jesus. Every bondage break right now in the name of Jesus. Every addiction break right now in the name of Jesus. Every single thing that has been robbing your people, let it be broken right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Woo. I saw that hammer come down, boy. Woo. Oh, it came down. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, definitely I that. saw that hammer come down. Um, yeah. I also send some teens that there are people who are um, parents who are struggling with their teens that they they don't have an identity and they don't know who they are they are trying to find out who they are through their peers that they're they're going here they're going there they're they're looking every place trying to find out who they are and i just hear the lord saying that he's about to start to restore identity, especially to the youth, that they're going to start to, they're actually going to wake up from a slumber and realize yeah. that they've put on somebody else's clothes. Oh, this is so good. That they've put Whoa. on somebody else's clothes, <laughs> that they've put on somebody else's clothes and that they don't want to wear these clothes anymore, that they don't fit, that they were never meant for them. And they're going to actually disrobe. They're going to take these things off. The Lord's going to give them a set of clothes that fit them, that have been tailored for them, that is going to accentuate all of who they are it's going to bring out their eye color it's going to be the perfect color for their skin tone it's going to fit them to a t it's not going to bag or sag that it's going to be complete because they finally have stepped into their right skin and i hear the lord saying that this is going to be a season that the youth is going to start to recognize not only who they are but whose yeah. they are that they're going to start to rally and i hear the word rally and i and i can actually Ooh. see that these kids are going to start to rally forth and say that this is the God that we read about and heard about when we were little, little children, but my parents didn't know him. 
And so the Lord is saying that he is actually, and I actually can see angels that are being like released right now. And I, I see them with a trumpet that they're calling out to the high schools, that they're calling out even to the colleges, that they're calling out, they're sending out this, this sound that is going to start to ignite a spark deep inside of these children and these young adults that is going to start to make them understand that what they have been living has been a lie and they're going to I actually see that that sexual perversion is is being broken I see that um all this um uh uh um, identity of their sex is being broken. Yeah. That Amen. and, and also Jesus. homosexuality is going to be broken. That it's going to be broken. That they're going. That and it's not going to be a condemnation thing, but it's going yeah. to be a realization thing. That they're going to realize that they were listening to something that really never was them. That it was a voice that was never yeah. them. Exactly. That's powerful. Come on. Yeah. Well, you know, um, it's so funny (laughs) because I've I've literally got on my desktop of my computer this uh, this word that I I, um, spoke out on Saturday night. And one of the topics was new clothes. And um, the Lord was speaking to me about the millennials and he was speaking Mm -hmm. to me about the prodigal son's story about about inheritance and them uh, coming into understanding their inheritance. We know the story of the prodigal son, how the prodigal son came, uh, went off and, and gambled, you know, gave, gave everything away and uh, lost everything, came back. The interesting thing is that, you know, the father jumped off the porch and came running to the son and gave him a ring and a robe. And the Lord said to me something. I represented that through Jesus as well. Mm. And I said, how, how, Lord? And he said, what happened to Jesus on the cross? He got his robes taken from him. And wow. they, 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 they cast lots from so Jesus, even on the cross, represented the fact that he took that old clothes, those old things with him, and he represented that they're in, the, in this new covenant of love that he was showing that he's going to place a new robe and a ring upon those who come in, who step into that into the kingdom, who step into the palace and out of that place where they're orphaned. And I feel like the millennials right now, the Lord's is speaking into that place. He's He's calling those that are in identity crisis. He's calling those. And you know what? This is the thing, and I'm going to say this forever, but I feel like millennials actually get it. There's something that they get. But it's been it's being mis it's been kind of misdirected, and I feel like there's going to become such a movement out of the millennials. I mean, apparently I'm a millennial. I don't know. I'm, I'm maybe catching the latter end of that, but um, I feel like I'm talking like the younger millennials carry a message. But at the moment, they they need people to empower them. They need the mothers and the fathers to say, "Hey, your voice is something. Your voice is powerful." You know, and many of them, it's just being directed in the wrong way. And they just need the gold to be called out of them. And I, I, I believe that there's going to be rallies that uh, that are rallied for the right thing. And I just, I just see that. And I, I just, I'm excited about seeing those rallies that are that are gathered for the right thing with the millennials. Well, I see that you have a daddy's heart. See, that's the whole thing. <laughs> so that's the other thing about the 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 newest um the new move of the prophetic. They're moms and dads. If you're not yeah. a mom and dad, you're not going to be speaking into people's lives. Because yeah. it has to be that tenderness. It has to be that that I was out searching for you kind of mentality as opposed to I'm going to punish you and stick you in your room. <laughs> it's it's yeah. going to be a loving parent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that that's going to be the difference. And um, and I, I, I see that you actually are going to have great, great favor with millennials. Great, great, great favor Amen. with the younger Amen. people because they're yes, you're you're absolutely right, Nate. They they're so they're so um, aware. They're so yeah. 
keen on things like and, it, and it's interesting because like you know I have an 18 year old and I have um, a 16 year old and they see things they know everything they are on YouTube they know the latest everything they are so aware <laughs> so they yeah. can spot a fake coming oh that's the thing that's the indicator of, of this generation is that they they can't stand the inauthentic that's right that's right so yeah. it's going to be it's going to be very very interesting but you know it, i i think that's very cool though that the lord showed you about like new clothes because but yeah. i was going to say something completely different <laughs> i really was i was going to say it. something completely different so what came out it was like after i finished i was like wow that was really good <laughs> Like, thank you, Lord. Write that down. <laughs> yeah, let me write that down. And that see, that's the difference. When when you when you're flowing with the Father's heart, you don't yeah. have to think. No. You don't have to put your agenda in it because he has enough words to fill it. And, then, no, and that that's it. You know, Christy always says she's a planner and uh she, you know, if she a Facebook Live or a video, she she's a, an amazing planner. Whereas I don't know. I'm I'm just not very. I'm, I'm not that way. I have had to learn to be, but I find that the, the best things are just when you just stumble into it. Ac you know, accidental prophecy. I call it. Yes. And uh, I think you know. I, th I think uh, I think that we we need to be planned, but we also have to be open. Just Holy Spirit, crash my party. You know, I'm totally totally do it. You know, and He'll change the direction and He'll make it way better than what we could have. So. Absolutely. And I also can, the Lord is kind of showing that you have seen some things for America since, since I'm here yeah. in America. What are some of the things that the Lord's been kind of showing you about America? I'm actually writing a word at the moment. Uh, uh, see? It's, 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 <laughs> it's been, I'm not kidding. It's been about eight weeks. I've been sitting on this word. Okay. And uh, my, my, my general sense is when I get a, a download of, of that kind of capacity, oh, I need to get it out. You know, this is for now. And I, for whatever reason, every time I, I sit, I sit at it and I'm kind of trying to put it, it's almost like the Lord is letting it kind of sit and uh, soak into me for a reason. Um, but I, I will say this, I will say this, there is, um, there are some, there is some incredible parallels of, of prophecy in the, in the Old Testament to what is going, uh, taking place in America right now. And without spoiling my word, I, I just feel like that there is, um, that there, God has, is raising up, um, he's raising up this generation right now to restore the um, the value for, for for the presence of God. And um, see, if 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 I keep going on this, I'm going to release this word, and it's not it's not ready yet. But I feel strongly that the Lord has done everything everything with Trump, everything. And um, I'm not trying to get political, but there is such a strong indication of the Lord just restoring back. Uh, you know, storing back freedom, storing back truth and the value for his presence in America and the relationship between Israel. And it's it's exciting. Every time I look at it, I go, I see the conflicts. I'm like, yep, that's just what comes with, uh, that's what comes with restoring truth. I mean, uh, I love Lance Warner. He talks about this is the year of the, of the, kingdoms colliding and i i kind of prophesy the same thing about the the the, the clashing of you know clashing of swords in the year five seven 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 you can see that in america right now any time that you uh restore back um a value for god's presence and you look at even nehemiah trying to re rebuild the walls is you're going to come up under opposition you're going to come under people saying this can't happen we need to come against this and that's just always the way it's going to be. Anytime you restore a value that is close to the Father's heart, you, there's going to be opposition. And in America right now, you can see that there is great victory taking place. There is such 
a building of, of such an excitement of what the Lord's doing in that nation. But at the same time, it's coming at the cost of, of, of great conflict. And I, I, just, I just choose to see the hope and the joy in that. Oh, that, that, you know, it's funny because like all of a sudden it was like the Lord's like, he has a word for America. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I don't want you to, I don't. I'm going to keep that on the rest. No, no, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. But I really felt it was like, okay, because I know that when you release it, it's going to be very powerful. It's yeah. going to be very impactful because, yeah. you know, God's been, first of all, I'm a huge, huge Trump supporter. So I love my president. That's the first time I've been able to say that in a, I, I think for the first time in my life, actually. This is the first time I've ever said I'm, I love my president and I truly do love my president because the Lord has shown me his heart for America and for people and for God. And God has also given me his heart for our president. So how yeah. could you not love what the father loves? That's right. And you have to you have to love. Yeah, I mean, well, you have to, I guess. Uh, come into some kind of like, uh, you know, the, the fact that God's called him to be the president. God, you know, um, you can slice it so many different ways, but you got to even show some kind of level of honor for, for Obama and people like that. In my own nation, I mean, wow, we've been through so many different prime ministers. It's a bit of a joke and um, it's kind of embarrassing, to be honest. Uh, but this Lord, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna honor them. Um, you know, recently, even with our, with our prime minister, I'm like, well, thank you that he's finally come around and he's supporting Trump now, and yes. he's trying to, he's trying to build friendships and, and rather than, you know, say silly things that just make him look, you know, idiotic. And I'm just like, you know what, Lord, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna honor them for that. And yes. and uh, I, I just, I see that this is a season in America where the, where the church is going to unify. I see this as, you know, just getting out of the political zone even, just looking at what this means for America. The parallel between the political and, and the church is huge. You're looking at the same things. that you, you, you look, uh, you know, in one day Trump came into office and completely defied the, the, all, the, all the different areas that were just a mess. In one day it's almost like something I actually saw in the spirit I actually saw Trump and Pence and this this um, entourage of people come through this gateway, um, through this arch. And I heard the Lord say to me that I saw these like gargoyles standing on top of this archway, like like in screaming of of, of defiance and defeat, knowing it was done in on that day of the inauguration. And I heard the Lord say to me that this was going to be a uh, this was going to apply for the church as well. That the oppression that the church has been under, that place the church has has been in this, um, you know almost like this prison of sorts. It's big because of the spiritual atmosphere that was taking place in the political realm, it was applied to the church. The church were in a, in a, in a, in a, in a, in a place where they were affected by that. And I believe in the same way right now, the church is coming into a season of greatest freedom, greatest uh, season of favor. We're going to see, um, we're going to see this unity that's going to take place in the church as we come together from all different streams and all different values and just lift up the name of Jesus. And I believe, you know, that Christy and I, uh, we're, we're so passionate about America. We, we love America. And every time we come there, we just see that. We can just see that God is pouring out his spirit in such a powerful way in America, that God is just calling the remnants, the people who have been in that season where there, there was the fog, in the season there was the cloud, people that have been turned away from church, people have been, have been walking away feeling like, I don't belong, I'm an outcast. God's calling those people 
their time. Those things, those seasons that those people have been in were not wasting seasons. They were like a worshipping season. And if that is you, if you've been feeling like, if you're an American, I just want to prophesy of you real quick, because if you're an American and you felt like in the last season that it was almost like you you, you didn't identify in, in, in the church, you couldn't identify in that place. Well, I feel like that God's going to return you. God's he's, he's sending you back in those places because now is the time where, where God's that voice in you is going to come out, where God's needing you in this season. And uh, he's, he's doing some powerful things. And without getting into my word, I'll, I'll stop now. But um, I just see this as a great season of hope and favor of America. And we're excited just to partner with you guys and uh, and see that come to pass. Absolutely. And you know what you were saying about the church, you know, the Lord, and I'm, I'm just going to say this and I'm just going to see how you kind of, all right. So you were saying that the church has kind of been um, in, in bondage and they've been prisoners. And yeah. so what the Lord started to show me, he said, Lisa, he says, when my people were, when my, when my people were in, um, when they were uh, slaves, it was because they were underneath false gods. So yeah. they were in bondage because they were under false gods. He says now, he says they're in bondage for people who think they are God. He says, because the church says, if I let my people go, who will serve me and yeah. i was actually driving in the car and i was like whoa that was wow. so yeah i was like whoa so there have been people who and that's and, and this is all different types of denominations this is not just one denomination yeah this is many many denominations because there are those people who've been in churches for years and years and years and years and years and years and years, and years who've never been released who had a destiny no, who right. had something to do and the lord yeah. said to me he said lisa he says i have put destiny in people but when they went to their pastors or priests or or any type of leadership and they shared what the lord had given them they said that that was incorrect and so they got rid of that dream and that destiny they walked away from it because of what the man said. And he said, that will not happen any longer. Yeah, that's right. So it's going to be an exciting season. Yeah, he's removing the gatekeepers. Absolutely. Yeah. No more gatekeepers. But more importantly, what you were saying about unity. See, the Lord, yeah. the Lord is kind of showing me this, that there is a showdown yeah. that is coming. Just like Elijah. When Elijah called up the prophets of Baal, he goes, all right, come on up here. And it's going to be, it's actually going to be a showdown of relationship versus religion to see which is more powerful. Well, it's, it's already, it's already taking place now. And, um, you know, I, I, um, look, there, there were some years I, I went through some struggle in my own, you know, in my own walk of being in church and seeing that. And, and, uh, after a powerful encounter that Christy and I both had at Bethel church 2009, and I went into this encounter for Two weeks, it was like night and day when I was sleeping or awake, I was having this encounter with the Lord about reformation and, and you know, the church uh, being restored um, and the bride and all these different things that the Lord was speaking to me. It was so difficult for me to to kind of like accept the way things were, even though I'd kind of in the church, it was like the light went on. And, uh, you know, there was a showdown of sorts because it's almost like um, God is just um, giving Pastors, leaders, generals, and options. Say, hey, if you've been, if you've 
Even living in this way, there is, I'm giving you an option right now to, to step into this place where you're going to lead people somewhere fruitful. If you're going to stay in a place that it, you know, you're leading people to man or to this uh, an institution, it's in this next season uh, of, of the body of Christ, it's not really going to do that well because people aren't going to be drawn to that. People are so hungry for the presence of God. I'm seeing it. People have never even known what the presence of God is or even felt anything before are suddenly waking up. Like I'm seeing it everywhere. And it, it's been encouraging to me because there's been, um, and I'm not going to name uh, you know different churches or streams but it's been exciting to me even in these last six months seeing uh different ministries that that have been more in, of that older mold suddenly come into this we just need the spirit of god we just need the spirit of god and it's been really encouraging to me to see them like yes god they're they're getting it and they're they're, they're stepping into the they're stepping into the wave of of, of, of this new outpouring and uh, i just i feel like it's an exciting season and uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what God's going to do in, especially over these next few years, because I, I believe there's going to be a greater, uh, there's going to be a greater unity that's going to happen from it. And so, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it it's interesting though to to say that because there are some churches that are amazing. And you, you keep talking about Bethel and I love Bethel. I love Bill Johnson. I love what they're doing there. They have the school of the supernatural, but they're not keeping people in the pews. They're getting, right. they're, they're getting them up. They're getting them equipped. They're sending them out. They totally. don't want pew sitters. No, <laughs> you know what pew, I mean? sitters aren't, pew, pew sitters aren't powerful and it doesn't reflect what a son or daughter is. You know, if you're coming to a church service on, on a weekly basis and all you do and this isn't to to any condemnation, but you know, I, I I was this person. If you're coming to a Sunday service week after week, year after year, and and you you're no more empowered than the first day you walked in, there is something wrong, and it's not it's not necessarily always the church's fault. It's it's just sometimes you you're not knowing that that there's more for you than than what uh, than what you've been shown, and sometimes it's just about making people aware. Hey, hey, did you know that there's a call on your life, or did you, did you know that you can actually um, you can actually step into that thing that God has for you. Did you even know what that thing is? And and just leading people through some simple, like just guiding them to, to, to that place is so powerful. And they're like, wow, I had no idea. I had no idea that God's called me to do it. I just thought that was a silly old dream. I just thought that when I was 12 years old, when I, when I, you know, when I saw that thing, that it was just, you know, a random occurrence. No, the Lord's speaking into your life and, and you can, I think you, if your option is to sit in a pew your whole life, there's no judgment on that. God's saying, "I'm still going to love you the same. I'm still going to, I'm still going to, you know, you still get to heaven, all that stuff." But there is a life to be lived. There's an adventure, and there's an ad there's there's um there's a life to live out there where you can impact people's lives and and show them the love and life of Jesus. And I think it's a powerful thing to get people in, equip them, send them out. And you know, I, I think that's that's meant to be the model. We're meant to, at some capacity. Uh, you know, bring people in. It's uh, sh churches shouldn't be, you know, centric to themselves. They should be uh, bringing people in, equip them, and it, it should be this kind of flowing river rather than a stagnant pond. And I believe that's what God's doing in, in the body of Christ right now. He's 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 restoring back that value that we're to bring people in, equip them, and then send them out into that place that they're called to be. You know. Absolutely, and just, you know, like for me, it was funny. I was having um, a conversation with a friend of mine today. And I said, gosh, I said, I was 43 when I got filled with the Holy Spirit. I was 43 when I started to speak in tongues. I was 43 when I started to feel the tangible presence of God. And I started to see things. My eyes became open. And I started to hear things. And I started to know things. 43. But, yeah. and I think about it. And I'm like, I'm so blessed that it was 43. But gosh, what if it was in 20? When I was 20. Because I, oh, I said, 
I said, Lord, I go, I, it's not like I knew that this existed. And I said, no, I'm too young. I want to have fun. I didn't know it existed. And that's the sad part. So there, mm. there is, there are shows like this and, and Sid Roth did Supernatural because that's where I learned all my stuff was on Sid Roth's show, which by the way, you're going to eventually be on. But on Sid <laughs> Roth, sorry, on Sid Roth's show, it's Supernatural. That's where I started. I was like, wait, we can yeah. do that? It was because of Darren Wilson's film, The Finger of yes. God, that uh, I said, wait, we can do that? Wait, that's real? That we, if, hey, if, if, I can, if I can heal, Lord, sign me up and send me to Sloan Kettering. I'll clean out the cancer ward. That, those, are the, those are prayers that get God's attention. When yeah. you say, Lord, let me be your Moses. He's like, really? Cool. I need another Moses. So yes. <laughs> so you got to be careful what you, what you say and what you wish for because God will call you on it. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, Elijah, yeah. or not Elijah, Isaiah said, you know, when the Lord, when he was in heaven and he had this experience, um, he said, who will go? And immediately Isaiah raised his hand and says, here I am, Lord, send me. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that is happening right now, that there are yeah. so many people who are starting to be like, Lord, my heart is burning for you. Send me, send me. And they mean it. And I yeah. think that that hasn't happened in, I think, since like the Azusa Street revival. And I, I could be wrong about that, but I feel like it's not, it, it, it's not so much to, to be missionaries, but it's about to go on a mission, to have a yeah. mission, that your mission is a love mission. <laughs> it's not just going to transform worlds and make them more like America, but to no. transform people and help them become more like Christ. That's right. I mean, it's kingdom of it. That's that's powerful, Lisa. And it, like you're saying, you're not trying to make people an American Christian. You're trying to make them a citizen of heaven Christian, you know. And so, um, it, you know, it's funny you're talking about uh, regardless of age, you know, God just uh, bringing awakening to people. I, I wish I knew this stuff earlier, to be honest. Um, but uh, this amazing uh, testimony I heard, we, we, we met one of our um, the first workshop we ever did was uh, was actually about a year ago. And uh, a lady who um, who was who was on that, and um, her name's her name's Leone, and she uh, did our course, and we got to meet her in January of this year, and she shared to us that this the revelations of that first workshop were so powerful to her. She started going into retirement villages where she has like a bit of a ministry and sharing this stuff to people in their seventies, eighties, and nineties, and she said so many so many times she'd be sitting there, they're bawling their eyes out, and they're saying, "I never knew I was a son or daughter of God." And they're like powerfully being awoken in identity and, and, and purpose. And they're, you know, in the, they're in the latter years of their life, but they're like, I've got some life left to live because now I've got, I understand my purpose. And it, that is, is so powerful. That is, I'm like, oh, Lord, it, it doesn't matter. Regardless of age, God is just wakening up. He's saying, you know, do you know how powerful you are? And I love that, you know, the scriptures like Corinthians 5.18, God has reconciled us to himself for the ministry of reconciliation. Or um, probably my two favorite scriptures in the area of this is Romans 8.15. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves to make you fear again. Rather that, you know, the spirit that's brought you into adoption uh, that we cried, Abba, Father. And then this one, Romans 8.19, for the creation waits in eager in, uh, expectation and anticipation for the children of God to be revealed. Mm. And we're in a time where the earth is groaning because this, the situations that are arising from the earth are crying out, sons and daughters, we need your response. Sons and daughters, we need what you carry.
carry. We need you to know what you carry so that you can come and be a remedy to the, to the things that are taking place in the earth right now. There are people right on this podcast who are saying, God, I'm not even sure what it is that you have for me. I just want to simply say over you, it is time for you to arise. It is time for you to arise. It is your Isaiah 60 a season of your life where God is calling you out of that place. And, and you can begin to look at the different situations right now around your life. Are there different pieces that are moving around you? You're not really, not really sure why there's so many moving pieces around your life. I believe God's shifting you into position. He's, he's drawing out of you the things that have been almost kept under wraps in your life, even from yourself. The enemy wants to conceal the gold and the treasure that is within you, that has been planted by the Lord, those seeds, those things within you. He's wanting to always blind you and distract you from seeing those things. But in this season, the Lord is going to reveal them. Nothing's going to stop it. Nothing is going to stop him revealing what he's going to do in your life. Nothing's going to stop him from revealing the gold and the, and the beauty that is that is, um, that is is within you. And so I just call, I, I prophesy, I speak for the sons and daughters to Arise, the people on this podcast, the people who will listen to it, let them arise in Jesus' name, Lord, that you'll call them, let hope come over them. Father, whether it's and defeat, whether being bound by situations in their life, the traumas, the situations of the past, let those things just be removed in the name of Jesus and let the sons and daughters arise so they can be a remedy, they can be an answer to this to this time that we live. For such a time as this, that they'll be called to the four corners of the earth. And I believe many people in this season as well are being, uh, being moved to different locations. Many people even as there's someone here right now has actually been asking God, do I am I need am I needing to move to that state and that city? I feel the Lord saying, yes, you need you need to move to that state and that city, and God's going to show you what you're, what you're meant to do there. But you've been feeling stagnant in the place you're meant to live. I'm not sure. I'm hearing I'm hearing Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. So I'm not really sure who that is. I'm not sure if you're in Omaha if you're meant to move there. But I'm hearing Omaha. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, right now that you're calling out your sons and daughters. Let them arise and shine in this season in Jesus mighty name amen 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 and before we like wrap this up but I, I would really like for you to pray over the audience excuse me that yeah. um that that they can awaken to their spiritual senses so their spiritual I'm, eyes are spe- yeah that, that, I just felt like the Lord saying to, to equip them to see yeah. to hear and to know yeah and, and I, I do love that scripture about you know our senses being enlightened we Many times have been taught, you know, in, in a religious way that, you know, our senses are bad, feelings are bad. And w- without the Spirit of God, of course they are. You know, if we rely on our feelings without the Spirit of God, then of course they're going to lead us down the wrong way. But with the Holy Spirit awakening our senses, they can become some of the most powerful indicators of His of His voice, of His presence, and where He's leading us. And so right now, in Jesus' name, Lord, I thank you that you're that you right now that you are just touching the senses of, of your people. You are activating the senses, Father, of your people. Or Father, even all ten senses, all the all the ones that people like Dan McCollum talk about, which is about uh proprioception, all those ones as well, Lord God, being able to sense you, being able to to being able to to walk in the fullness of everything, Father, I thank you, Lord. You're awake. You're awakening people to hear clearly, Father. You're you're awakening people to be able to see 
Father, with their natural eyes, Father, visions, dreams, Lord God, trances, Lord God, people will step into the fullness of revelation that you're wanting. Father, I even to see people right now, we're going to even, as we're on this, even just beginning to step into visions. Father, right now, release that grace, Father, for visions, for dreams, people beginning to get images and pictures for different people in their life, even for themselves. I thank you, Lord God, that you are, if there's people on here that, that um, there's someone on here that gets like, um, that, that taste things on their tongue and not really sure. Sometimes it's bitter. Sometimes it's sweet. I feel like the Lord wanting to show you that that's not something that's wrong with you. That's a spiritual sense that's been activated and awoken in your life. The Lord's been trying to show you. It's actually a discerning of spirits that God's wanting to show you through uh, through the sense of your uh, through the sense of uh, taste. He's not trying to show you there's different things you discern and you'll taste a bitter taste or something that's good. There's something that's sweetness. Or in the presence of God, sometimes you taste like a sweetness. It's actually, I, I've really felt the Lord say just to show you that it's um uh, that it's him speaking. Um, there's someone on here that sometimes gets a honey taste and sometimes a caramel taste and sometimes a pepperminty taste. And I, I just feel like that represents like the freshness of his spirit moving in a room. So I'm not sure who that is, but the Lord is just awakening people in the area of dreams right now. The, uh, the Lord is awakening people in the area of touch, you know, being able to encounter his, his presence and uh, people feeling the fire of God or at least the fire over people. Even just right now, Lord God, just show many people who are listening to this podcast just how real you are. Let the fire of God come upon hands and feet. Last night as I was in worship, my legs felt like they were stretching. I said, Lord, what are you doing? And he was speaking. Speaking to me about it is something he was doing. And I feel like, you know, even just things like that, the Lord just revealing himself through the area of our senses and um, our touch and, and being able to feel his presence. I just, Lord, release that, let it increase upon your people in Jesus' name. But with that, Lord, comes, Lord, I thank you for the wisdom and the understanding to discern and to know what you're saying. Lord God, that we'll be able to know and hear what you're speaking in the season. You give us the wisdom and understanding to know those things in Jesus' mighty name name amen 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 Woo! boy i felt the fire <laughs> i was <laughs> i was all happy i was like <laughs> oh, Jesus. he's so good he is so good well nate this has been so awesome and if people want to connect with you they can actually um go to your website which is everydayrevivalist.com correct yep okay and so and if they'd like to send you messages would it be nate at everydayrevivalist.com no, it's, uh, it's, it's Nate and Christy, Nate A-N-D, Christy at everydayrevivalist.com. Okay. Uh, we, all, we also have a Facebook page, which is, I think it's just the facebook.com slash Nate and Christy Johnston. So you can definitely send us messages there. And uh, yeah, we'd love to we'd love to connect with some people. Um, love to hear testimonies of anything. I'm sure Lisa would love to hear those as well. And, you know, if God did anything in your life today, even if you felt something yeah. I love hearing those. I mean, uh, I remember praying for 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 a girl over Messenger on Facebook Messenger, and uh, she was from a, from some other country. She'd never even you know known that this kind of stuff. And she, I said, oh, the fire of God's coming upon your spine right now. And she started feeling it, and freaked out, and uh, you know, and it just it's exciting because it's sometimes just encouraging to know that that God's there. And I just want to also just uh, just say that God sees you, and it, you know, I'm so glad that you came on today's podcast, and so thankful. For, for you, Lisa, to uh, invite me. It's been a blast. This has been so much fun. And so if you guys want to connect with Nate and Christy at Everyday Revivalist, you can also catch them. Um, they they have some workshops. You can definitely keep in contact with what they're doing. You can check their itinerary. And also make sure that you check out Nate's new book, which should be out very, very soon. I know it's up and coming. So do you have a release date on that? 
Uh, yeah, we're releasing it in the beginning of May, and uh, actually, to, it's it's um, Christy has been the one putting this together. I just uh, want to put it. She is an incredible writer. If you um, haven't read any of her blogs, and uh, you need to go to our, our website and check out a lot of her blogs, but she's um, she's um, been putting together the the stories, everything, just to finalize this book. And I just know that it's going to impact a lot of women, you yes. know, everybody. But I feel like a lot of women, especially who've been through this whole journey of you know depression, anxiety. Uh, you know, doing family life, kids, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be really powerful, break a lot of bondages and set a lot of women free into, into their calling. So, well, yeah. I just love what you guys are doing. I love you're doing it as a team because I think that's so Absolutely. important, <laughs> you know, that you got that she can deal with the mamas and you can deal with the dads and you guys can each find the, the heartstrings that God is trying to pluck. So thank yeah. you so much for, for coming on. I hope you guys were blessed by listening to Nate Johnston. I know I was. This was just such an incredible um, podcast. Thank you guys for, for tuning in and listening. So remember to go out and touch someone. Good night.